What's up, y'all? It's Cece. And Thomas. And today we're talking about another movie. <clears throat> By the way, sorry if it sounds a little weird. I have him on the phone because he's not here with me in person. So just going to have to work till now. Alrighty. What's the movie we're talking about today? We're talking about Fear. Fear. That uh, is right. With, with Mark Wahlberg and <laughs> it was directed by James Foley. Okay, so the, this movie was actually released when, the year I was born, which was 1996. And, April 12th. Oh, April 12th. I didn't, I didn't get all that down, but I just got 1996. <laughs> also, a little side note, the director for this movie actually ended up directing the 50 shades series so i thought that was that was kind of funny yeah i was like excuse me okay that's a little weird but okay not after watching this movie i can somewhat see it okay (laughs) yeah um yeah you know uh toby in the movie yeah he played in the TV version of The Mist and some weird Christmas dog movie. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, that's just about it. That's about all he played in. And then uh, the Gary, the friend, he was he was killed in Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, and okay. he was in the Twenty One Jump Street Johnny Depp series. Oh, I didn't, I've never seen that series. Well, I've never seen that, but yet I'm such a huge Johnny Depp fan. Okay, I'm gonna shut the I'm gonna shut the hell up. Like, <laughs> alrighty. Um, it has some really good actors in it. It has uh, Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon. Uh, what are also what are also some some good actors in that movie? Uh, William. Uh, I, I can't really pronounce his last name. Uh, but he he played in CSI, uh, Manhunter, and some might know him from Young Guns too. That's the dad, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the dad, Steve. Right. You also got uh, Alyssa Milano. I think she plays Margot. Yeah. Alrighty. Um. So I'm just gonna we're just get right into it. Um. The only thing that I think is hilarious is like Reese Witherspoon is literally like legit sixteen in this movie. Like, she, her age is 16. She's 16 years old, first off, okay? Mark Wahlberg is 23. I don't have a problem with that. I'm okay, you know? Mark Wahlberg is a sexy man. That's okay. You know what? They were like, fuck it. Yep, let's do it. And so, but the one thing that made me uncomfortable is she's 16, and, like, literally the opening scene in the movie is, like, in a shower. Or in a shower. Yeah, just in a shower. Just, like, you can see her face clearly, because I guess, like, the way the door's set up is, like, it's, like, misty. From like the neck down, so like you can see the outline of the titty, but you can't really see the titty, you know. And like she's sixteen, dude. yeah, and she's sixteen. Dude. So I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> and like, it's a very, it's a very nineties feel to it. It's a very classic movie type feel. Uh, it's very nineties, like there's like I guess the soundtrack of the movie, like the music they use and like the way they talk and stuff. Which I mean, it's fine. I mean, I love the nineties. But it's a like if you watch it today, you be, you could totally tell it was made in the '90s, which is awesome because I like '90s movies. Yeah. Well, another thing that we noticed right off the bat, as soon as the movie comes in, is like the dad. He's very athletic. He likes to exercise and running because the very first, you know, he's running. Yeah, it cuts back and forth between Reese in the shower and Steve running, which is a very weird concept. Like. It- <laughs> 
goes back and forth from like the daughter in the shower, the dad's running outside. It's like, wait a minute, I don't. It's a little weird. I don't understand how this correlates, but okay, let's do it. <laughs> and then, uh, like, soon as like she gets out the shower, or whatever, they're all downstairs eating, and. Soon as she go comes downstairs, her dad is like looking at her, and he's like, "Excuse me, what the fuck are you wearing? Her like, dress is too short." You can't wear that. He's like, "Get something that's new," and she and like the stepmom's like, "What she has on is new," and it's like, I will admit though that dress is really short. If you pay attention, whenever she leans down to pick up her backpack, she does not bend down all the way because her dress is gonna show her ass. Okay, <laughs> like. Yeah. It could have yeah. been. It, it's so short. It could have been like a lingerie dress. It really could have. It was very short. It was short, short. <laughs> but then, but you get the scene where uh, where Laura and Steve are talking about the concert. So you 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 established that this has been planned in ahead of time. Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, what? it comes back, and it's kind of like a little side note, like you know, like her little movies will be like. Hey, listen. This is gonna be like a little subtle comment, but it's gonna like play a big part over here. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like if you weren't paying attention to it, you wouldn't have noticed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um. With me, uh, another. Oh well, of course you know in these movies with the friends and stuff, you got that one loud mouth friend. That's a troublemaker, you know, wearing the skimpy crop tops or smoking cigarettes. <clears throat> so basically, it's like, what's her name in the movie? Nicole. Nicole and her two friends, Gary and Margot. Margot is like the troublemaker friend. <clears throat> and they all kind of like skip class to go eat at this cafe bar type thing. And like, she's she didn't want to do it, first of all. She was like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. I want to go back. You know, I don't want to miss English lit class or whatever. And so, they, of course, they start making fun of her because they're like, oh, what do you want to have? A school, you know, school or a life? And that's English kind of classic. <laughs> that's classic. You know, in the, you know, in the movies with friends, you always have that one, like, obnoxious, troublemaking friend. Yeah. And then you have the one that makes fun of everybody. So, the goody two-shoes, you know, it's, it's classic to see that in a movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Then we see Mark, and like it looked like the director just said, "Hey, look cool, just look cool, <laughs> play pool and look cool." Like <laughs> that's all they look had cool, to do. <clears throat> and like I tried to shazam the the hip hop that is playing in this uh, bar, coffee shop, whatever the fuck, and I couldn't find it. I don't know what the fuck is playing. It and looks like Shazam said, "No, nah, bro." It literally sounds like the director was like, hey, hire this dude to make like a, like a two-minute long beat real quick. And that's basically all they use for like that two-minute. And it literally sounds like it's on a loop. Yeah. <laughs> but, of course, you know, they in the 90s, you know, the... See, okay, side note. This movie is not really considered a horror movie. It's like, it's considered like... Basically, like it is. Thriller. Yeah, it's like a thriller. But I only consider it horror because... You know, I mean, fucking dog cut off head. Like, there's not a lot that's of blood the, in it. That is the scariest scene in the fucking movie. Like, For real. <laughs> but a lot of people would consider, like, stalker movies and stuff, horror movies. Well, like, I could see how some people would get scared on the dude, like, rubbing his dick on the on the fucking 
uh, glass roof, whatever. That was pretty scary. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was pretty fucking scary. It was just like, I'm going to get you. I'm like, no, you ain't getting me. Fuck, I'm going to bite your dick off. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I actually personally love this movie, so I can't really say anything, but a lot of people just wouldn't consider it a scary movie, which, I mean, to each their own, you know? But, you know, and the, they have the classic, they see each other in the same, like, cross the room and instantly fall in love and can't look away from each other. Moment. I mean, at least it's not, like, taste, where they're just, like, looking at each other and it's awkward as fuck. Yeah, they're, like, standing there looking at each other for, like, like literally, like, a minute and a half. Just, uh, what? <laughs> Um, also like I, I i watch a lot of 90s movies and um basically a lot of the movies there's one friend who has a parent that's never there like never. they're always just leaving oh i'm going here money is on the counter da, 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 da. and it's just kind of like they're just home alone all the fucking time in the movie which kind of makes you feel sorry for them because, you know, their parents not there. So you're like, oh, you know, they don't have time. They're always alone and da 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 So that's what happens with Margot's mom. She's like, we only see her once. And she just says, I'm going to be at this hotel with this dude. Bye. Like, that's all, that's all you get from well, I'm her mom. Going, I'm going to Vince. Uh, I'm, uh, if you need me, call Vince. And I'm like... And they're like, who's Vince? Oh, some person in San Francisco with a pot belly and a lot of dough. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny scene. That was pretty funny. The way she said it was pretty funny, too. Yeah. But then uh, when they were at the bar or the cafe place, when they skipped school, they got this little like slip of paper. and It was like a rave party. And uh, Margot asked her to go, but she's like already planned a concert with my family, which is what you hear them talking about at the beginning of the movie. And so she's in the car talking to her dad. You can go ahead. That's, that was one of your points that you made. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it's a semi-awkward and kind of sweet scene between Nicole and Steve because they're just in the car and she's just like, oh, well, um, why, do we really have to go see this person again? And she's like, he's like, how do you fucking remember that, bro? Like, <laughs> You were six, but I mean, you remember, you remember. And and then she's like, well, you're the person who blocks stuff out. And he's like, I don't block stuff out. But like, I mean, sometimes you have to in life just to stay alive. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's a good point to make. I think that's a good point. I mean, some people do block out their past just to move on with their future. Yeah. But uh, you can tell she's kind of excited about it. You know, she's like, I'm going to go get ready and da 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 Like, she's she's excited to go with her family. But, uh, but right before they're getting ready to go, the the workplace calls the dad. And they're like, hey, you know, you got to come into this. You have to fly here for this. You can't do it over the phone. So then he has to tell his family, like, I can't go to the concert. I have to go to Vancouver. And they're all, you know, upset. And then no. re- Nicole is the only one that gives a bitchy ass attitude real quick. She's like saying some smart ass comment. I'm like, girl, look, you, yes, uh, hello. 
Well, he, Laura was kind of a bitch in that scene, too. She's like, cut the chat, Steve. Nobody's starving. And I'm like, well, fuck you. I need to work. <laughs> it's like, I get it. You're not starving. But if he doesn't go to this conference and he loses his job, y'all be good for about two weeks. Then y'all are all going to starve. Like, yeah, like, he still needs a job. Y'all <laughs> so out of spite of her dad, she calls Margo and she's like, I'm going. And look, okay, look, let me let me just say this. I don't know the attire for the 90s for clubbing, okay? But what this bitch had on was really, really skimpy. Am I not, like, am, is it just me? No, no, like, it was really short. Margo's dress, Margo's outfit. Mar both of theirs. First of all, Margo's outfit, when they run off at the building and she's pulling that dude away, you can see her red-ass panties, okay? Like, yeah, she got so you can see her. Shit, what the shit? And then, like, Nicole's outfit was skimpy. She had a crop top that ended right under the titties, okay? Like, literally, you could see under boob, okay? And her skirt, you, her skirt was a schoolgirl skirt. Come on, now. And, and, like, who wears that to a club, for one? Like, for real, it, it, first of all, I'm, okay, I'm a girl. It didn't match, okay? She had a black t crop top, long sleeve, with right, ru white ruffles on it. And her fucking skirt was red and green, okay? Like, that shit don't match. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just um, didn't match. And I, it made me mad. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. The song that's playing in the club is uh, Green Mind by Dink. D-I-N-K. <laughs> it just basically sounds like rave music and hip-hop. It at the was same time. rave music. <laughs> But uh, basically, her friend Margo sees, uh, so a Rob Zombie looking motherfucker. Yeah, so like when they saw each other at the bar earlier that day, it was like two people. <clears throat> so basically, Margo is into dad people that look like her dad. Okay, because this dude <laughs> looks like her fucking dad, and basically, she wants to go dance. Well, you know, Nicole don't want to dance. She don't have no one to dance with. So she's like, No, I'm gonna be over here. Well, of course, guess who's there? David. <laughs> David. They start talking or whatever. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this is what this is what made me upset. It made me laugh. <clears throat> Shut that damn dog up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like here's one thing that made me like really it was kind of like I had a moment where I was like, really? Come on, y'all, y'all could do better than that. Literally. A fight broke out, and it was just one person fighting another person, and that basically led to everybody jumping on shit and tearing shit down. And I was like, "Really? One fight turned into a riot? What the yeah, hell?" Like, why did the dude jump on the column? Like, what was the <laughs> like, I don't know. He just jumped on it and was like, "Woo!" And then just yeah, fell. <laughs> and then it, it was just a really weird scene. And like, like right then, if you like look closely. You can start to see when David's being a little too much because as she's going up the stairs, he literally puts his hand on her ass. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's kind of like the scene in uh, Friday the 13th Part 1 where the truck driver's helping that girl into the truck and she's just like, whoa, wait a minute. Exactly. She's going up the stairs. He's right behind her and he's literally pushing her ass. Like, go, go, go. Like, one, don't fucking push me. Two, don't touch my butt. Like, we just met. Like, we just we met. We just met. I'm like, 16. I just you're 23. 
I just want you from across the cafe be cool. Like, that's it. For real. And then, uh, we had the, you know, the part where they're, you know, getting away from the club because they run to the roof of the club. And, of course, this motherfucker would go down the ladder first. Because all he wants to see is her ass, okay? <laughs> like... <laughs> You can probably see more of the ass there. Yeah, for real. Like, bruh, I don't know. Like, this movie had some skimpy ass outfits from back in the day, okay? Yeah, some skimpy. Little, Sixteen year old, whoa. For real, it was like, what? Wait a minute. If I wore that today, my mom would beat my ass. Like, <laughs> how you gonna wear that in nineteen ninety? Like, or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then, uh. I like the scene with the helicopter. My thing is, though, her parents don't know she's out at a party. But if the he- the news, he- the police helicopter's there, that shit's gonna be on the news, right? Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, wouldn't her parents see that? Like, like would they turn on the TV and be like, fight broke out in this part of town? It's like, is that my daughter on a, that's my daughter on a ladder! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I would think, at least. That's just me, though. Tries to like suck her face. He doesn't kiss her. He just like sucks the side of her face. And then oh my gosh! Yes, I noticed that. <laughs> Literally, I guess that was his way of trying to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna kiss her, but I'm gonna start making out with her fucking cheek and then half her face." So t- till she turns her face, and, and I was like. like- <laughs> She tries to start meeting him, and it just looks weird as fuck. It looks like he's trying to eat her damn nose, okay? Yeah, he's just, like, piranha the side of her face. And, like, oh, my gosh, it was so weird. It was like they just met. Like, how the fuck are you going to make out with somebody you just met? But it's like, at the same time, I guess she feels like he saved her. You know, she's still in the mindset of a teenager. So, oh, my God, he saved me. So... Uh, Nicole brings up a point where the, his car is supposed to, like, it, it was a model that was supposed to just blow up. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. She said, didn't yeah. they stop making these because they blow up or something? He was like, I guess that's why I got it. <laughs> well, I mean, he appreciates the car. It is kind of fucked up, though, because then I'd be like, bitch, I don't want to drive home with you if this car can blow up. The hell? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> like, I don't want to lose my life. I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm good. But that's that that whole scene right there is it's a base it's like a love movie. It's like, you know, you get the view of the lake and the lights and stuff, and it's like they're sitting there talking, and then all of a sudden he just fucking kisses her face, like tries to eat her face. Yeah, just like <laughs> I'm the side of your face. Dude. And then she's like, Oh, you know, I gotta get home soon, my curfew. And then he sets her watch back. Which is creepy. But at the same time, you know, as a girl who has been through those ages, I understand. It's like <clears throat> your first boyfriend, you're on a date, and you don't want the date to end because you're having such a good time. And you're like, yeah, oh, I wish I could be here forever. Person. And it's just like, I wish I don't want to go home right now, you know. I wish we could spend more time together. But, you know, that's the fun part of dating. Like, 
the fact that you have to go home without that person, that's what makes the date better. Because then you're like, ooh, you know, they were so cool. They were so cute and pretty. And I just, I want to, I want to see him again so bad. So I can get that understanding part of it. But setting the watch back would kind of like weird me out. Like one, he just grabs her wrist and does it, first of all. He doesn't say, well, here. He just, he just, give me that damn wrist. And then, <laughs> just. Yeah, the line was pretty cute, though, where he was like, all the time in the world. That was a pretty cute line. Yeah, that was cute. That was a good ass, so smooth as hell. Smooth as fuck. Yeah. So then she gets home, and, you know, it's, I guess it's like, what is it? It's like two or three in the morning. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's what Laura said, two o'clock in the morning. Two a.m., <laughs> what the fuck, man? She was a total bitch. I think that's only because Steve was gone and she was there by herself. I guess. I don't know. But she was like, get all that makeup off your face. You look like a slut. And I was like, bitch, that would have been, uh-uh. Nope. I would have, not me. I would have threw hands. <laughs> threw motherfucking hands. Okay? Threw hands. I would have threw hands. <laughs> well, then, she, you know, her dad comes home and she's grounded because she spent, you know, too out. Sorry. She was out too late with the dude. <clears throat> and he's like, so when are we going to meet him? And she was like, I don't even know if I'm going to see him again. Yes, you're going to see him again. Hello, you're 16. You're going to see him again. Y'all sucked face. <laughs> Y'all sucked face. He also grabbed her titty. And yeah. she said, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's she, <laughs> she was like, no, nah, bro. She was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the budget? for? Oh, we didn't discuss the budget for this movie. Uh, yeah, it was $6.5 million. The last, uh, for Motel Hell, it was $3 million, so that's just a, just a little. It was like three, three and a half million more dollars. Also, just to point out, this soundtrack to this movie is fucking bomb. You got Bush in there, you got rave music, hip-hop music, and I don't, look, I don't know who sings this song, but I love this song. It's the Wild Horses song that plays every fucking time they have a makeout session or have sex. Okay. That's a good song. It really is. Um. Uh, yeah. I almost I forgot what I was saying. Must not have been important then. Bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um. Oh. She, uh, they do end up seeing each other uh, more than once. And he does say a line. I don't know to all the women out there. I think this line is hot as fuck. But the dudes were like, oh, this is creepy. That's creepy. But, like, they're making out outside. And he said, you know, every party you taste so good. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> they're like, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> I thought it was sweet. But I'm, you know. If you look at it in in a way of like this is a horror movie, like that's how that's the that's the mindset you go into it with. You're you're gonna be like, well, that's kind of creepy. He could be like cannibal or some shit. And then like then the next part is like kind of weird. They're basic. She introduced he he basically says, "I want to meet your family." So that happens. They meet the family. And he impresses everyone. He, he even impresses the dad. And even the dog. Which yeah. I thought was weird. I thought that was weird because he was blowing in the dog's fucking face. Dogs don't like that. 
But basically, he does one of her chores so she can get ready. And then he goes in the bathroom to wash up. And no joke, like, this is, the dad was cool with him. But then as soon, like, the dad catches a glimpse of his behavior. He literally, like, says, Nicole, give me a Coke. And the dad looks at him like, bitch, what the fuck you just said to my daughter? And then the weirdest part, Margot, her friend, the troublemaker friend, the skimpy friend, the hoe friend, we'd call her a thought today. <laughs> Bends over right in front of the dad, just like, hey, Mr. You can Walker. see her booty cheeks hanging out the skirt. Yeah, and she's like, hey, Mr. Walker. She's like, you should come with us. Play bumper cars. Bending over, tying her shoe. Her shoe has no fucking laces, okay? First of all. (laughs) They were high heels, weren't they? Yeah. That has no laces. And it's like, she acts like she's tying her shoe. And the whole time, David is like looking at her ass too. And then, like, (laughs) and the dad looks at him with his face. Like, soon as she bent over, he kind of straightened up a little bit, which means one, he's getting turned on. And two, he's kind of weirded out at the same time. Yeah, it was like both. It was both emotions at the same time. I was supposed to. And as soon as Nicole comes back, you know, she straightens up like she didn't do nothing. And, um, he was like, he told David, like, her curfew's 10 o'clock, no later. And then, 12? Yeah, 12. And he said, 12, not 12 o'clock, 12. And so, when he goes to, the phone rings, and when he grabs the phone, David literally, like, when he turns his back, David sets his clock back to 6 o'clock instead of what time? I don't know, it was like 8 o'clock, I think? Yeah, he basically sets it back, like, either a half hour, hour and a half, 45 minutes, something like that. He sets his clock back, and he's just like... Yeah, he has shit to do. Like, I don't know if he did it to spend more time with Nicole or if he did it just to be an asshole. I'm thinking just to be an asshole. (laughs) So that happened. And then the next scene is fucking weird. Okay, like, I don't know how the fuck it got here. We can just assume they've hung out like what? Four, like maybe five, six times. And all they've done is like kiss. Yeah, kissed and like, maybe felt a little bit of, but nothing, nothing serious. And then, at the fucking fair, hold on, I'm getting some fruit snacks out, hold on, my ass hungry. But at the fair, they're like, making out, and he like, takes his hand and like, puts two fingers in her skirt around her belly, which is kind of weird. I didn't like that, it's kind of like, okay, bitch, a little handsy. Then... It shows, it zooms out, and apparently they were in line for a fucking roller coaster the entire time they've been making out. Like, I'm sorry, but wasn't that a little awkward, like, making out? And then just, like, touching her skirt, and then being like, okay, here you go. Yes! Also, they messed up. Okay, they messed up. Don't know if you noticed this. I did. When When they show them getting onto the roller coaster, they're literally, like, in the fall, like, towards the back, right? So then when it zooms out and they're riding the ride, they're in the fucking front car. Excuse me. That's not how it works. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. (laughs) But out of nowhere, they get on the ride and, like, they put the bar down. And he puts his hand on her thigh. This bitch, out of nowhere, is like, you know what? I just want to see what he'd do, I guess. I don't know what was running through her mind. She, She basically takes his hand 
and slides it between her legs and basically controls his hand until she comes. It, it's just kind of weird. It's kind of like, what the fuck? His face the entire time is fucking weird. He's yeah. like smiling. Yeah. His face is probably the same face as he made in the Marky Mark and the Funky Mars video. Feel it, feel it. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, hey. He tried, okay? <laughs> He tried to rap. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. But you know what? Guess what? That's a catchy ass song, though. (laughs) But yes, this woman literally, or I should say girl because she's 16, uses his hand to play with herself on a fucking roller coaster. One that's hard as fuck to do, okay? I'm imagining because, you know, you get whiplash like a motherfucker, okay? And she literally... I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? But, like, wouldn't, wouldn't that fuck up, like, future relationships? Like, oh, I can only get off at the top of a roller coaster. You have to take me <laughs> on a roller coaster for me One. to love you. Like, Another point is, like, there's people in front of them and behind them. Uh, can they not tell what you're doing? Okay. It's a little weird. Yeah, like, she's, like, uh, acting like the roller coaster's going on before the roller coaster hill, and you're like, the fuck? (laughs) It doesn't take her long at all to, you know, climax, because they started as soon as they got on, and it literally just goes up a fucking hill, and at the top of the hill, she comes. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? That was like, what, 10 seconds, 15 seconds? Well, wouldn't that fuck up future relationships? Yeah. Like, I can only get off at the top of a roller coaster. Like, that's it. What do you tell people you dated? Like, yeah, I don't like that roller coaster anymore. Why? <laughs> My fucking boyfriend fingered me on that roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that goddamn roller coaster. <laughs> I don't know. That scene just made me makes me feel uncomfortable every time. Because it's like... It might have been, you know, it's a movie, okay? You know what I'm saying? It's fake. But at the same time, it's like, bitch, 16 and 23, that's weird. Now. It's just, it's a very uncomfortable scene. I feel hella uncomfortable. It's just one of those scenes where it's like, why? Oh, yeah. During the, the roller coaster fingering scene, it cuts back to the dad. And he realizes his clock's gone. His clock. It was <clears throat> yeah, and because of that, they basically, he has to go back to Vancouver. But another scene from the fair is when he's trying to win her something. And, like, she looks over at Margo, her friend, and they're just making out with, you know, the old dude. Yeah, that old dude makes out with her, like, obsessively in this movie. Not even that. Like, how are you going to make out with someone's friend, look over and see her looking at you, and point? Yeah, just point at David, like... Bitch, watch. Look how good he is at shooting that gun. First of all, I wouldn't know how to feel, because he points, and it looks like he's pointing at her. So, in my mind, I'm like, why the fuck is he pointing at me? Yo, dude, look. Now, what the fuck? But... Why not he do the same thing on the roof? I don't know. I don't remember. Isn't he the one that rubbed his dick on the glass? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He rubbed his dick on the glass and then he pointed at her, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, it could have been her or Margot. I don't know. Yeah. But that scene just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. No pun yeah, intended. Fucked up. 
But basically, after that, you know, they're just, oh, they're just lovey-dovey all the time. But after that scene, the next scene is uh, them uh, leaving. It's Nicole and Gary leaving school. And uh, he hugs her goodbye. And David sees it. And David flips his fucking shit. He's pissed. With a capital P. He is pissed. He goes over there and starts beating the hell out of Gary. And, you know, Nicole's like, stop it. That annoying-ass high-pitched scream. I hate that shit. She's like, stop, stop, stop. What are you doing? Stop it. And she goes to reach for David to stop, pull him away. And he bitch slapped him. Like, <laughs> he slaps the shit out of her and knocks her to the floor. Before that scene uh, is, the, is the scene where she gives him the code and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. My bad. So, after that is when she calls. <laughs> she basically calls him. And he's like, I can't do it right now. He's basically going to either pick up drugs or guns. Or, he's going to pick up some shit with four dudes. He's doing some illegal shit, okay? <laughs> yeah, he's doing some illegal shit, yeah. And he's like, I can't do it. She goes, okay, well, I'll wait for you then. Yeah, basically teasing him. Like, I'll be, I, I might be in bed, but just the code is blah, blah, blah. Four. four it's one, four, four three, two. Yeah, one four three two or one four two three or something like that. Something. But uh, she gives him the code, and he puts in the code, and then he walks around the house, and he's like looking at shit. He look, he finds a picture, and then finds a necklace that says "Daddy's Girl," and then bracelet. Over a bracelet, it kind of looked like a necklace, but I guess it was a bracelet. <clears throat> My thing is, though, I don't care if you're my boyfriend or not. I ain't giving you the fucking code to my house. Yeah, no, you ain't going to get the code to get into the house, first of all. okay? I, you can knock on the door or call me when you're there. That's all you're going to get, though. Damn. <laughs> Damn. But... He pulls the sheets down. She's in her bra and underwear. And, he's, you know, you see the scene where they're t he's taking them off, which is fucking weird. Don't show us that scene. Yeah. I will admit, though, he took the bra off with one hand really quickly. You saw that shit, right? It was just like, yeah. click, click. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Okay. But, but it was Mark, Mark Wahlberg. He, he probably had some practice. Shit, he fine as hell in that movie. I don't care. I don't care. He, he can stop me. I would love it. Stop me, baby. Stop me, Mark Wahlberg. Woo! <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, so fine in this damn movie. Oh, wee, Jesus. But it's like, then they start having sex. But then it's like, it's weird because he does that weird sucking thing again. <laughs> yeah, they fuck. <laughs> he sucks her face. He never kisses her. He just sucks her face. Yeah. Literally, when he kisses her, both his lips... Like, cover her lips, okay? Like, <laughs> he does it so much in this movie. Like, he does it, he, like, uh, it, it's uh, one of the scenes that I thought was really funny. Whenever he did it, it was whenever uh, they're by the pool and the dad's pissed. Yes! Oh, my God! <laughs> he, was do he was doing that shit on purpose! He basically made out with her forehead in that scene, okay? Like, yeah, it was so <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, it was weird as fuck. But it's it's good though. It's a good movie. But That's um, what I this movie so effective because you see like every single bit of their relationship. Like you see second base when they kid when they first kiss all that shit. What, what do you call getting fingered on a roller coaster? That's the way. What is that? Second base? No, that's that's like. I don't know. My thing is though, like us women, we all have a we. Every girl has a smell, okay? Like that's just us. I mean, does she just fucking? Does, did he just leave it on his hands and he not wash his hands? Like <laughs> that is what's fucking with me. That's what I think about in this shit. Like, okay, you touched her vagina. There is a smell there that you're not going to either acknowledge or tell us about. Like, you just going to leave it be? You're not going to let us know? You're just going to get off the road with her. I mean, he's going to finger her and then, like, two hours later, go rub his nose and be like, oh, shit, that's her. Like, <laughs> like that's the shit I think about. Like, does she not? I don't know. I don't know. That shit just, I think way into depth with this shit. Anyway, <clears throat> back to the sex scene. Okay. Fucking weird. Really weird. I didn't like it. Shut them damn dogs up, but <laughs> but it's I don't know. It was weird. It was not like a normal sex scene. If you like look at everything, like she's in pain. First of all, I don't yeah. I don't see any enjoyment on her face having sex with him. Yeah, it looks <laughs> non-consensual to me. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she started and then she wanted to change her mind, but it was too late. Yeah, I don't I know. <laughs> it was it was very it it was a little sus to me okay but then the yeah. next scene is when he's beating gary up and he gives her a black eye and she doesn't want to tell her parents so she's like oh i got hit in gym class and it's like no you didn't bitch we know this like i i don't i know what she says like oh uh, i told you how i got the black eye dad but like she really never does visually no she does uh, um but the stepmom does. But the stepmom does. Yeah. But after that, she's kind of very like she doesn't talk to David anymore, and he know he's so sorry. And da da da. <clears throat> he um he follows her to school. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, he follows her to school and like spies in the hallways. Okay, you're like let's say. Your character, I know your character in the movie 16, but you do not look 16 whatsoever. And no, not enrolled in this <laughs> school. So, how in the fuck? This is like close to when Columbine happened. How the fuck did he just walk in the school and spy on people? Yeah, he really does. He just walks right into the school and he's following her. And then he leaves a note in her locker to meet him at the bar that they first met at or like saw, laid eyes on each other. She stands his ass up because, um, hello, you gave her a black eye. I stand you up too, and the fuck. <laughs> and then he sends her flowers, and she basically just throws them in the trash. I don't even open them. Just bitch in the trash, okay? And the stepmom sees it, and she, I, she's about to talk to her stepmom, but then she changes her mind. And then it cuts to a scene where she's crying. Or well, it's a very okay. If you have it on Blu-ray, it's a very quiet movie, so you won't hear her crying. You have to turn it up really loud. Yeah, and, like really loud. And uh, she's like, "Let me, let me go. You know, let me go talk to her." And she does, and she basically tells her stepmom everything except for the black eye. And her stepmom's just like hugging up on her, or whatever. And her dad's in there, and he's like, 
he gave you the black eye, didn't you? And it's like a dad's intuition. The dad fucking knows. <clears throat> the dad knows already. You know what I mean? And yeah. so basically he hands her the Kleenexes and finds the condom. And yeah, he drops <laughs> And then, like, picks him back up and finds the condom, and he's just like, the fuck? And then he's like, hey, hey, you, you don't need to fuck up your life. And she's just like, I'm not fucking up my life. Then they it's use the life. same line all parents do. If you're in my house under my rules, you're going to listen to what I say. <laughs> under my roof, you'll listen to me. My house, my rules, basic shit. And then the stepmom comes back and is like, dude, what the fuck was that about? And he shows her the condom and she's like, oh boy, okay. <clears throat> well, then the next scene is them at Margot's house in the pool. And uh, all the guy, well, first of all, they start talking about hitting. She, you know, she tells Margot that he hit her. And then Margot's like, that's just their asshole way of saying that they love you. Uh, yeah, no. Asshole way of saying I love you. And that is no dude's asshole way of saying anything. Hey, that's a fucking lie, okay? That's a case. Um, <laughs> yep, that's uh 911, okay? Yeah, that's a case, fair. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, um, all the guys run and jump into the pool, okay? And Mark's there. Or, sorry, David's there, and David's like he goes, he looks at her, and she runs away into the car, and he runs after the car and gets her to stop, and he's talking to her. And in my mind, I, she listens to him and doesn't believe a word he says until he rubs her neck and her shoulder. Then she looks at him, she's like, you know what, I love you, I forgive you. Okay, Mark Wahlberg's line delivery in this thing is so fucking hilarious. He's just like, I just saw, I just saw some dude with his paws all over you. I just, I just didn't know what to do with Wahlberg. Yeah, he's like, he he really does play the uh, role very well of being a teenager because he literally talks like a teenager who doesn't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> yeah, he's it's so funny, like his line delivery in that scene. But basically, she, the dad walks in and sees everyone in the swimming pool, the mom, the brother, Nicole, and David, and he's fucking pissed. Pissed. And then he's looking at David, and the stepmom talks to him and then comes inside, and he's looking at David. And David is literally, like, making out with her and then goes to make out with her fucking forehead while looking at the dad. Like, yeah, bitch. I'm, hey, hey, hey. I'm in the middle of a podcast. You shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> shut your pow. It's just the cat being stupid, okay? <laughs> Sorry. And literally, all they're doing is like, he's tempting the dad. He's like, yeah, bitch. I slept with your daughter. How you feel now? Like, <laughs> literally, that's how it, that's how it is. That is literally, the, that's, what, that's what the face he's making and everything. Yeah, he's making like a sinister face. But when there is like a score, like when when the music is not a soundtrack, it's like really good. Like it's it's along the lines of like some Halloween and some good stuff like that. Yeah, and then I think the next scene is whenever he's talking to Eddie about his background. Yeah, he calls Laura, and then he's like, uh, he bounced from foster home to foster home, 
And then he tells his co-worker because his wife's just like, oh, he's just a kid. He didn't want to tell a girl that he had a fucked up life. Like, Yeah, I understand that, you know, he wanted to impress her and stuff, which is, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, oh, wait a minute. It's a little sus. So the dad already has a bad fucking feeling about dude. Yeah. Like a really, he's like, the guy gives me the creeps. And I was on CSI my <laughs> That's funny. Well, then the next scene, I think David's picking her up from school. And that's when the dad is like, hey, I want to talk to you for a minute. Follow me. Fight-ish. It, I don't know. It's definitely a verbal fight, okay? It's an argument. Yes, it's an argument. So basically, they pull off to the road on the side of the road to this little alleyway, and they're ba- he's basically telling him like, "Dude, stay the fuck away from my daughter." And he basically I'm not says, telling you. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, you're gonna stay away from the cult. <laughs> and then David comes back with the fire lines. I mean, he's kicking him in the stomach. He's beating the shit out of this dude with his fucking lines. Okay. Yeah, like- Ooh, like, it, it, I know that you're not uh, keeping up your end of the bargain with the missus, like, oh. And then my favorite line is he's like, I, he's, he's, I think he says something like, you abandoned your daughter or something, and I was there to lick her sweet tears. I was like, ooh, hoo-hoo. And then he said, you can't keep up your bargain with the end of the missus because she's all over my stick. Ooh, oh, I would have smacked. Oh, that's a slug face, okay? That's when you got to slug them across the face. Like, oh, no. Throw them hands. Throw them hands, okay? He's talking about your wife on his dick. Throw them hands. <laughs> then, uh, then he, then, uh, then you get the scene where, uh, where, the, where, where Nicole. Oh wait! Uh, before then, okay. So basically, the dad puts two fingers on his chest and kind of pushes him a little bit, you know. Barely pushes him. He doesn't even fucking move, okay? <laughs> like, like, yeah, so as. Like- Sitting up against his car and like he barely touches his chest with two fingers. And then as the dad's leaving, he you basically kind of see the crazy, insane side of Mar- oh, David. Yeah. And basically, he starts hitting his chest over and over again. I mean, like closed fists just smacking Kong his time. chest. Yeah, King Kong type shit, smacking the fuck out of his chest. And then Nicole comes home and she's pissed the fuck off because David showed her the bruises. Yeah, because he made the bruises. She was like, one thing you did is lost my respect. And I was like, whoa, like, oh my gosh. Girl, chill out, okay? Yeah, you need to chill out. And then that music, whenever uh, the dad sees David in the car, is fucking perfect. I mean, it is spot on. As soon as he's, like, running after Nicole, she's... She opens the car door and she sits down. You see David's face come into view. And it's like that. You're like, oh, shit. Okay. And then David and Nicole go to make out. It's a make out point scene. Along with the Wild Horses song yet again. (laughs) And then it's kind of like you can start to see his obsession because, like, he wants attention so bad. He's like, tell me you want me. Tell me you want me. And then she says it. And then she says, I love you for the first time, because he's already said it. And then he drops her off. They were in the backseat of his car. He probably had, They probably had sex. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't see that. But 
the next scene he drops her off and I guess she doesn't want to go like she doesn't want to go inside so he's like yeah he's like you know come stay with me and she's like no I can't my dad will kill me and he goes okay and then they drive he drives off and then she walks up her fucking driveway looks back and goes, you know what? Fuck it. And then gets in the car and just drives to his house. <clears throat> One thing that I don't understand is when she goes to David's house, instead of going to the fucking door, she, she walks up to the window. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you going to do? Like, order some McDonald's? Like, hey! Like, her car me. isn't behind her, so she had to walk around the house or something to get there. Like, she could have walked to the front door and been like, David, I'm here. I came back because I miss you and I love you. But no, she walks up to the fucking window. Like, that's yeah. one that's creepy as hell. Okay. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, she has the curtain pulled back. Okay. Like, she has reached her hand inside the fucking window and pulled the curtain back. You would totally see her. Okay. But I guess. <clears throat> Hmm? Margo and the Rob Zombie hmm. character, the Rob Zombie cousin type character, the old dude, yeah. and Margo smoking crack. Yeah, she's smoking crack now. As she's smoking crack, she's basically straddling him and like has her hands on his knees and is like air humping him. She's basically naked. She's in panties and a bra. That's it. No, she's in a tank top and panties. Oh, I didn't see the tank top. I thought it was a bra. No, she has a blue tank top. But it's like, she's air humping him, kind of, like, kind of air riding him. I guess. I don't know. It's weird. And then, all of a sudden, here comes Mark. I'm sorry, David. Here comes David. And David walks up to him and Margo, and he's like, he kisses her cheek, and he says, you want me, huh? And she starts laughing, and then he grabs a handful of her fucking hair and yanks what? it back. Ow. And she's like, he he says, say it, tell him you want me. And she doesn't say wow. anything. She doesn't say anything. And then he he pulls again. And my thing is, why the fuck are you gonna let your friend do that to the girl that you're fucking? You yeah. like her apparently. You just gonna let him do that? Well, he does not like her because of what he says next. He says, get the dirty bitch out of water. <laughs> yeah, but it's like. And then she basically, he pulls her hair again and she basically screams out, I want him, I want him. Because you can, she's almost crying because it hurts. And so then he picks her up, puts, it, puts her over his shoulder, takes a big old handful of the booty cheek, smacks it, and walks to the bedroom. And then, you know, Nicola is like pissed off, hurt, and heartbroken, and runs back to her car crying, and then gets home. And it's like, bitch, hold up. Wait a minute. You're mad. But instead of being a true friend and running in there and saving your friend, because she was basically forced. I mean, he grabbed her fucking hair and yanked it back, okay? You could tell that. Like, I don't understand why. I understand why she was mad at Margo, but I don't understand why she was that mad at Margo. Because you could tell it was by force. If it's by force, she shouldn't be mad at Margo anyway. Now, if Margo would have been like, you know what? Yeah, I fucked your boyfriend. That's different. But she clearly did not want to. Yeah, no. She was, she was with, she was smoking crack. She was having fun. But then Mark was like, hey, I want, I want it. So I guess they didn't have sex because he obviously was horny, okay? Anyway. <laughs> so basically, she, you know, she goes home and she basically breaks up with him. 
and she's basically mad at Margot. But I guess in the 1990s, breaking up was just not fucking talking to them, okay? Yeah, like, she just didn't say anything to him. She knew it. But, like, Mark doesn't know anything's going on. He thinks everything's cool. And it's like, what the fuck? So then the next, you know, they're at school or whatever. <clears throat> and um, you can hear her, her the hostility in her voice when she talks about Margot. She's like, is Margot here? And Gary's like, no, she called in sick. And then Nicole goes, yeah, she's of course honest. she is. Huh? At least she's honest. She says at least she's Oh, honest. yeah, at least she's honest. That's he fun. said, how are you and, you know, David? And she goes, no, don't talk about him. It's over. And we're like, yeah, okay. Like, uh, she was like, are you going to go? Gary uh, was like, uh, are you going to go <laughs> on a spree, a killing spree with your boyfriend? And she was like, no, definitely not. And then he goes, speak of the devil. And then, like, literally, he tries to surprise her, and she freaks the fuck out. Like, screams bloody murder. Like In the middle of the lunchroom. And he, you know, David's confused as hell. He's like, what the fuck's going on? What's wrong? What's wrong? And then Gary's like, let her go. Just leave her alone, David. And then you can see he's pissed. David is pissed. Yeah, very pissed. So then... That same day is where they go to the mall. And so Wait. basically, yeah, that's just that's the same scene. If you think about it, they're wearing the same clothes. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> after right directly after the lunchroom scene, it's uh Mar- Yeah, Margo. Yeah, Margo says, You're my only friend. So after that they you know, uh Nicole's at home and Margot yeah. co- comes over and she's like, "Why haven't you returned my calls?" And yeah, she's, she's like, "Old video game with her brother." And then she wants to talk to her outside, and basically, she's she basically lets her know that she knows that she slept with David. <clears throat> and she was like, "How do you know?" And she's like, "It doesn't matter. I just know." And then Margot was like, "Let me explain." She goes, "Nothing needs you. You don't you don't have to explain. Like I already know." <clears throat> and then she was like. Let me explain. She goes, I didn't want to do it. He forced me to do it. And, like, literally, Nicole just walks the fuck inside. Doesn't even give a care. Like, doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And then she screams out, you're my only friend. And I was like, oh, my heart. It is sad. Because she literally was raped, okay? Like, that's a bad word. But she was. She didn't want it. She didn't have a choice. Yeah, that was, it was really fucked. And then, directly after that, it was uh, David and David scares the fuck out of Margo with a car. Yeah, he literally, like, as she's leaving, he literally is, like, right behind her, riding her ass, telling her to pull over, but she flips him off. And then a car yeah. comes, and he won't move, so then she moves off to the side of the road. And he hits her hard as shit! I'm sorry, but, like, if that car is supposed to blow up, how the fuck is it going that fast? And it's withstanding hits because they hit each other on the side and stuff, like, sideswiped each other. Yeah. But my thing is, though, when he when she pulls over, he's asking her, like, what the fuck's going on and shit. But he, he tells her to get out the car, and she doesn't. And then he, he hits her. He literally hits her hard as shit on top, side of the head, okay? Like, like that was, I don't know if that was acting or not. That was like, like I watched it. I rewatched it like four different, like four times. The sound is real and it looks like it connected. Okay, like, like I don't know. So, it 
so real. And I'm like, oh my God, like, ouch. And he drags her up out the car, and basically she she tells him that, like, she doesn't know how she knows, but she knows. And he says, you better fix it before I hurt you. And then he kisses her because she's crying. And he goes, don't cry. You know you fucking like, yeah, don't cry. You know you fucking liked it. Excuse me. That was actually really hot. That was hot the way he said that. I was like, okay, damn, you know you good in the bed. Okay. <laughs> but then, she, you know, she's upset and crying. And that was like, Yeah, definitely. And then the next scene is him scaring Gary. No, no. The next scene is him talking to the dad, asking if he can come inside and apologize, and the dad just shuts the door in his face. Yeah, he's just like, uh, thank, and then she's like, thanks, dad, and then and then he follows Gary from outside of school yeah, into the woods and scares the shit out of him and telling him like the fuck you go in the woods that's what I want to know who walks through the forest to get home yeah like is it just like the kid, the kid from 2007 Halloween who fucking does that who fucking walks through the forest to get home I don't know maybe it was 1990 and they thought it was safe I don't know they left their doors unlocked back then who the fuck knows for real always but he's like oh every time uh every time they put a wall i break down the wall and then he breaks break down your fucking wall and he breaks his neck and then then it cuts to the dad and he fucks up he fucked up his car oh it was so sad such a nice car i mean that car was fucked up yeah like like carrie underwood <laughs> fucked up like, he left he left a note on the car, and then when the dad looked at it, it said, Now I've popped both your cherries. Ooh, wee, shit. Okay. I see you, Marky Mark, in the funky bunch. Okay. So then he has to basically call and see where David lives. But they then it goes to the stepmom, little brother, and Nicole at the mall. And then he's he's watching them, of course. He's stalking her. And like, stalking the shit out of Nicole. For real. And then she goes to the bathroom. My thing is, wait a minute. She went to the bathroom, okay? He watched her walk into the bathroom. He was upstairs. How yeah. the fuck you get downstairs in, in, in exactly. into the bathroom in enough time for her to finish going to the bathroom? Maybe it was an extra long pee. I don't know. But basically... He, he goes into the girl's bathroom, and he, he, get, he sees her coming out the stall, and he goes back in the stall, and basically, does he close the door? No, like, the door is wide open. Like, I guess that he, his visual figure is being hidden by the door, but he did not close the door all the way. Like, she's out, like, with her... Like, everybody can see her getting choked out by Mark Wahlberg. They might not have seen Mark's figure, though. Yes. He basically puts his hand on her mouth and is like, because she's about to scream. Well, she, she does. She, yeah, she does scream. Like, she says, help. Help, help. Like, how the fuck? You're in a mall. How the fuck did nobody hear that? For real, how the fuck you the only one in the bathroom when that mall looked busy as fuck, first of all, okay? Anyway, he basically was telling her, like, he covers her mouth and keep, to keep her from screaming. And then he's like, you know, I love you. And he's like, don't, you You need to listen to everyone. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to what I'm saying now. Don't listen to this. He goes, listen to, and then he basically puts his hand in her inner thigh and goes up to touch her vagina. Okay. 
and she she moans okay and I, in my mind i'm like wait a minute the way she moaned she moaned for a little longer than she should have you know what i'm saying I still think she likes it. The way she moans was not a, like a scared moan. It was a ple like she she was turned on. Okay. Yeah, that was a pleasure moan. And it's just he's basically telling her like, don't think with your heart, think with your vagina. He basically gives her a Trump speech. Basically, he because he grabs her by the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> basically, yup. And it's just, it's, I was like, what? Okay. Bitch liked it. I don't care what nobody says. She liked it. And then he leaves and he kisses her and he's like, I love you. And then she's like, she stands there for a minute and then she's like, help, help, somebody help me. And it's like one, when he left, the hear the door open and that's when he left. And then when he walks out, you can see a girl standing there like she was watching the whole thing. And it's like, bitch, you didn't go get help. Like, you just sat there and just listened to him? For real! For, for long enough to, to get him, like, to get the police involved, at least. For real, but no, she just stands there and watches. <clears throat> so then, it cuts to the dad going into their house. Yeah, I so said the dad fucks up by going into David and the gang's house. Yeah, he does, because... He has to understand, like, it's not just him living there. You know what I'm saying? He destroys everything. All those people's shit. Not just David's shit. Everybody's shit. But then when he walks into David's bedroom, I was a little creeped the fuck out. Okay? Like, a picture. There's a picture hanging above the fucking fireplace in his room. And it's just a picture of what? 10, 13-year-old uh, uh, Nicole? Yeah, I think so. And some gymnastic type thing, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Little stalkers. And then he opens up this little box, and it's got, like, the the daddy's girl necklace, but he's made it say David's girl. And and it has the picture that he was looking at whenever he went into the house. And he replaced it with his face instead of the dad's face. Right, and, but there's a Chucky doll on the mantle where the box is. It's pretty cool. It was. It was pretty fucking cool. So basically, he trashes everything, okay? Like, yeah, everything. Everything up. He fucked the shit up, okay? Like, bad. And basically, they come home and see that the front door is open. And you, you can see each of them looking at their stuff and seeing how it's broken. And they're all off. All three of them are downstairs talking and shit. And then you have David at the top of the stairs looking. Oh, in the box they also found the panties she was wearing when she lost her virginity. I guess he stole them, motherfuckers. Okay, like, did she not notice her panties were missing at all? I mean, she doesn't try to match clothes, so she probably didn't. Okay, I would. I think I would notice if my panties were missing. Okay, it's kind of weird. Especially the ones you were just fucking wearing. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the way he's standing at the top of the stairs is so fucking creepy. It's like yeah. his his pelvis is stuck out, his back is leaned back, and his head is looking down at everybody. Fucking weird as shit, okay? <laughs> the smile is the same smile he gives whenever he's at 
the house later on. Yeah. He said, I know who did it. And then they all look at him. They're like, oh, let's go fuck him up. I want to fuck him up. And da, 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 da. And he's like, all right. All right. All right. The way he says it, he's like, all right. Like, the way he just said it was so weird and so funny. And then it cuts to the scene where they're at the house and Margot had just has just arrived and she's in tears and she's a mess. And everybody's like, What's wrong? What's wrong? And then she tells them Gary's been found dead in the woods. <laughs> Hold on, um, I put a funny thought. Like as soon as David said, uh, like, all right, I, I put in all caps, it's about to go down. It's about to go down. <laughs> So uh, yeah, Margot comes in, tells them that Gary's dead, and then the Toby is trying to get the dog. You see a dog whistle earlier in the movie. I forgot to mention that, and he's trying to get the dog to come in, and then he thinks the dog's coming in, and it don't come in. It's just the dog's head. Yeah. The, the one part of horror in this movie that, like, the dude, he just, like, slowly puts the dog's head in the dog, the dog's door, and he's like, yeah, there you go, and then he just drops it. It's fucked. Yeah, it's a really messed up scene if you don't like animal cruelty. But, I mean, other than that, it's a good scene. It's not a lot of blood, but, I mean, it's a fucking dog head. I mean, I'd be scared, too, to fuck. You killed my dog. And he's like, um, um. My dog's dead, like, talking to the detective, and then the phone cuts out, and he's like, you're next, man! They cut the power to the house, and, uh, then it's an all-out fucking brawl with everybody, okay? And then Margot and Nicole are in the living room, and that's when they see the dude and his dick on a glass. <laughs> yeah, the, like, the dude's on the glass roof, and he's just, like, like, just... Funny. It's funny. It's a shitty ass fight scene, though. To be honest, they could have done a lot better. Like, uh, he's smart. He tells him to go upstairs and turn off all the lights and put the blinds down. And barricade. They barricade the front door and the back door, I believe, or just the front door. I'm not really sure. I think maybe. Yeah. Well, the dude starts uh, banging on the back door with a log. And they move the fridge to the back door. Gotcha. Okay. So they do barricade both doors. And uh, basically, it just he they start hearing this noise and it sounds like a saw. So basically, this dude is trying to saw through the window and he does. He does. He saws through the fucking window. Yeah, but it, instead of a saw, it was a drill. Oh, a drill. A drill. Okay. And then he gets his hand through the window and the dad kind of like hits him and shit. Probably broke his hand. And then the funniest part of this whole movie is before they barricade the front door, David's at the front door talking and saying, Come on, Mr. Walker. Better let me in your house, Mr. Walker. Yeah, Nicole, Nicole goes, David's got the code. And, like, because they're, they're talking about how the house is reinforced and, like, he, he made the security system. Nobody can get the fuck in the house. Then you hear the click, the, 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 the beeping. Click. And then he yeah. runs to the front door just in time to slam it in his face. Yeah, let me in the house, Mr. Walker. 
So it could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have just allowed nature to take its course. Now let me in your fucking house. <laughs> Man, that shit was so funny. He's like, let me in your fucking house. I was like, ooh, shit. But, uh, this, I, I feel like the whole battle in the house could have been a lot better. Yeah, it really could have. But, like, the parents tell Nicole and all the kids to go to Nicole's room. And then they they go to Nicole's room, and Toby's like, oh, there's a motherfucker outside. So uh, Nicole stabs, her, stabs him with an umbrella. And my thing is, like, they spent, like, a good, what, almost ten minutes just of the battle scene before Toby gets into the car and runs the dude over. Yeah. And basically yeah. all it was was them taunting them in the house. And well, I feel like they could have... After he after he fell. Yeah. He ran off, and then he was to look out for a little bit. And then he seen... He, he thought he seen something out of the corner of his eye, but he was on crack, so he didn't really know. But my thing is, they spent 10 minutes of them just taunting them in the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they were just like, taunting them. Could have already been done, dude. <laughs> like, I feel like they could have done a lot more with that. That's just me, though. They could have already been done with the crime, probably, but they just took too long. But then, like, Toby gets in the car and runs the dude over and tries to call for help, and he does. He gets the cops on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> And that's when Nicole has the bright idea of turning the light on and off so the security guard can see what's going on and come investigate. Yeah, the SOS signal, they're like flicking the light on and off. Yes. I think that was a good idea, but that didn't have to take 10 fucking minutes. I could have done that in like the first five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they didn't have to be like, oh, what do we do? Just run around for like 15 minutes and then finally do that. Yeah, they were really taking their fucking time with this shit. They kind of drawn it out, which it's an hour and a half movie, but I feel like if they would have done it the right way and the cool way, I guess, I don't know, the right way, the cool way, whatever, they would have not drug it out and put some cool shit in there. It wouldn't have been that long. But, you know, then when the security guard comes up and he's like, what's going on? And then that's when the dude comes out of the house, the dad. No, David comes out of the house first, and then the dad. No, David comes out from behind the bushes, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, standing there waiting for him, and he's like, I just came back from seeing my girlfriend. And the dad comes out, and he's like, you okay, Mr. Walker? He's like, yeah, we're fine. Bitch, no the fuck you're not. You were literally just in there barricading your house. Yeah, like, why would you say, yeah, we're fine? Like, I guess I guess he was meaning, yeah, we're fine now because you're here. But, like, you could have said something. And that's when uh, the other dude comes out and hits him in the back of the head. The, yeah, the, no, uh, he, Mr. Walker punches the dude that was making out with Margot for the whole movie. Then he punches mm-hmm. David. And then... The dude that was on crack shoots the security guard in the back. Yep. And then they get back up, punch Mr. Walker. And then the scene with them letting him in the house. Yeah, that scene, I can understand. He was like, they basically had him and he was like, don't you open up that door. And she was starts crying. She's like, I'm sorry, Steve. I'm so sorry. 
But it's like, you're the breadwinner of the house. She don't want to fucking work. Of course she gonna open that damn door. <laughs> yeah, like, uh... And then they all get in the house. And they, like, I guess, do they use, they use handcuffs or they use zip ties? Yeah, because they got them from the security guard. They got both pairs of handcuffs, chain up the parents, duct tape the parent, or duct tape the Steve. They don't duct tape Laura's mouth yet. No, they do. They do. They duct tape Laura's. They don't duct tape Steve's because they take Steve upstairs to marry the daughter. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm saying while they're still downstairs tying them up and shit, the, Laura's screaming, like, hey, don't touch Margo. Because the old dude starts to fight her. Yeah. Starts to hit her and shit. Because, yeah, he, the, they walk up, the Rob Zombie-looking dude walks upstairs, and he's like, don't you touch any of those kids. And then, like, you hear Nicole screaming, and then, Margo gets in a fight with that dude, and he's like, you jealous bitch, and that was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, for real. I was like, uh, no. But then, uh, basically, he takes Mr. Walker upstairs, because he's gonna basically give away the bride. Guess they're gonna try and get married. And Nicole is not having it. She is not having that shit. But she's trying to act like she's warning him still, so he'll so not he'll... hurt Steve or her. Yeah. yeah. And my thing with that is like, that's okay. I agree with you. If you would just do what he said, he would be calm and shit. Because he did have the gun, remember? Yeah. And then uh, the son, Toby, comes in the house and unties the mom. Uh, gets, the, gets the key from the security guard for the mom's handcuffs. Which just must traumatize the kid. Like, one, you run the dude over. Secondly, you have to go to a dead body and take some keys off a dead body. And how old are you? He looks like what? Seven to ten? Yeah, like, I would not walk up to a dead body at that age. Well, I probably would because I'm a fucked up individual. But I know a kid <laughs> in Seattle. A kid in the middle of Seattle is not going to do that. Oh, hell no. Yeah. And then the battle between the dad and Mark Wahlberg, it's just... It is a sucky-ass fucking battle, okay? Yeah, like, the dad's kind of... It's kind of like a wrestling battle, like, staged as fuck. You can tell that this was choreographed. They tried to do this multiple times. All David does is basically hit him in the stomach a bunch of times, and that's it. And then the dad gets the gun away from him, and he gets hitting him in the, hitting him in the stomach, hitting him in the stomach, and then David bends down to pick up the gun... And that's when he's about to shoot him. And then fucking Nicole stabs him in the back with a flute. A flute. Yeah, yeah, it's like a flute, but he won it for her earlier on in the movie at the fair. She fucking stabs him with it. I don't know if Steve pushes him out the window or if Nicole does. No, Steve does. Steve pushes David out the window after Nicole stabs him. But I really like this scene because uh, David is just set on Nicole. Even after he gets stabbed, like, the dad is still trying to fight him and shit, but he's just set on one thing, just like Michael Myers or something like that. He keeps coming after her, yeah. He's like, bitch, you gonna stab me and I'm in love with you? Bitch, what the fuck? Yeah, it was, it was intense. 
Yeah, then I said David dies, family's happy again. Yeah, I mean, they look, he just falls out the window with the blinds, and that's it. And there was no, they didn't say nothing. They didn't look at each other. They didn't hug each other. Soon as he's laying there, credits. Yeah, credits. <laughs> <laughs> no one's happy to be back together. It's just credits. And I feel like they could have done a lot better with that scene. I think that, you know, the battle could, like, the fight could have been a lot better. I feel like he could have died a cooler way than he had to. Yeah, or they could have done something with the death that could have made it cooler. Yeah. Like, just have him not be there or something, and you're like, oh, shit, he's not sequel. Or he could have fallen into the water, and then there is no body, you know? Yeah, no body. The body was never found. But other than that, it's it's a good movie. It's a very... It's... It's one of those movies that, like... cheesy than Motel Hill. Yeah, it's like one of those movies that you can watch it once... But if you try to watch it a second time, some parts will be interesting and some parts won't be interesting. You'll get really bored really fast. Yeah, it's 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 a good like if you're a person who just watches movies once, then it's a good one watch. But if you're a person who watches movies like us, then a few parts will be a little boring the second viewing. I also feel like if you're gonna start out with horror movies, this is the right direction to go into. Yeah, like this, something like this, or like the TV, start with the TV miniseries mini that don't have like much gore. It, it Yeah, there's only like one scene that has gore. Um, dog. Yeah, that's about it. I guess they do have a splatter of blood behind the dude whenever he gets shot, but... I mean, come, it's not realistic, though. <laughs> I mean, you, get, you, you get a person getting shot in a TV show, so you can handle it. But it is a good movie. It's one of my favorites with Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon. I love the chemistry they have in that movie. Yeah, they have really good chemistry like between actors. And I feel like it's a movie that a lot of people can relate to because it shows, like you said, it shows every aspect of their relationship. Every single aspect of a high school relationship. Never had one. Watch fear. And it's like, no, don't, don't, don't let people, don't let dudes be like that. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those movies where it's kind of like you can relate to each character. Like some people can relate to David or Nicole, you know. And well, yeah, you can relate to David in some scenes, but in most until the very there, end. Yeah, if if you're in if you're in the mindset of David at the end, then you're just an, uh, call me. Son. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but it's I I it's one of my favorite movies. The soundtrack is awesome. I love Bush. There's a bunch of Bush songs in there. Um, the Wild I Horses love songs, that. love it. It is yeah, a yeah, it's pretty the good. Rave song and the clubs are really good. It's just it's a movie that when you watch it, you'll think it's cheesy and hilarious, and wow, really okay. Like it's one of those movies, but it's a really good like date movie, I'd say. Yeah, it, it's it's more cheesy in the in the romance aspect, not in the horror aspect. Yeah. But it's yeah. Like, 
romance, but not a cheesy horror. <laughs> Do you think this movie would be approved to buy, um, to buy it or not buy it? Uh, buy it or forget it? I would buy it because I found it at Dollar General. So, like, if you find it there, then definitely buy it. But if you, if, Okay, I would say you should buy this movie on Blu-ray if it's not over $5. Yeah, if it's not over five bucks. <laughs> if it's five and below, buy it. If it's ten or higher, forget it. Yeah. But yeah, that will conclude our episode of Fear. So yeah, as you can tell, we should we tell you to buy it if it's less than five dollars. Yeah. But yeah, all right, you guys. We will see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Alrighty. Peace.